0: Hey, everybody. I'm John Dwoskin, an executive advisor and business coach. I work with successful business people who are stuck and want to take their company to the next level. Today, though, get ready to grow your business big, very big. In just a few seconds, you'll meet a dynamic business owner, executive, or salesperson willing to share the best practices that fuel their growth and success. Each interview is no more than 15-ish minutes long, so you can quickly learn effective tools to put into your business today. Please listen with new ears, and let's get to learning... Let's get to growing, and let's get to thinking big. Hey, everybody, and welcome back, and thanks for taking time to listen to the Think Big Movement podcast. I'm really excited to have uh, Will Wiegert uh, on the show. It's kind of like yogurt with a W. Uh, on the show, he there is the, yeah, right. <laughs> he is the CEO and founder of Cold Collar. Uh, I have referred a bunch of people to him through the years. He's a phenomenal resume rebuilder uh, to basically ensure and increase the probability of getting out there and getting the job that you want and dream of. But he's also a recruiter, finding matching up the right companies with the right people and the right people with the right companies. And one of the things that as in a as a executive advisor, business coach, I always am preaching is the the importance of recruiting i tell my clients all the time abr always be recruiting you should never be reactive when it comes to recruiting always proactive so will it's great to talk to you and i Mm. hope uh you're going to share a lot of nuggets of the importance of recruiting and having job having a job that you love but fill in the gaps tell us more about you and your company and where you're at and uh, we'll take it from there
1: yeah, I love it. Hey, appreciate you having me on yeah, and uh, excited to share a little bit about the world that I know. So yeah, my business, Cold Collar, been doing that for almost five years now. Um, and that's really been my core passion, right? Helping people find amazing jobs. And, you know, the natural next step through that was um, to partner up a recruiting company. Um, so now, you know, really spearheading both to help Um, amazing companies find amazing people, really bringing the two together. I love what I do. Uh, I think I'm going to be in this space for the rest of my life. And it's just really cool to to find those, you know, to, to really bring those two elements together.
0: So you love what you do. I love that you say that you love what you do. I do. So um, (laughs) how did you find the space for people listening who don't love what they do? How did you find the space and how Mm -hmm. did you figure out that you love this? You know, I mean, talk about that so people can use you as a bridge to get to what they love.
1: I love to say that I, you know, dreamed of it all of my life, but it kind of happened upon me. I, I had a lot of jobs in a really short period of time and figured out I was really good at getting them didn't like having them as much. Um, and so that's when I decided to start my own company. I've been helping a lot of friends and family um, and their careers. And, you know, it really just exploded from there. So I think that, you know, the, I am just, I'm a huge believer. And even, even back in the early days, you know the the concept of look, we're going to spend forty, fifty, sixty, you know, maybe some of us eighty and a hundred hours a week working. Um, why not do that at, at, in in a space you really enjoy? Because when you enjoy it, you're also better at it, which means you make more money, right. which means you're able to to spend more on your family, which means you're able to give more. I mean, it, it's a it's it seems to be that lichpin. To you know where it, it it drives the rest of your life right. really and so putting the right people you know getting getting connected with the jobs you love I mean it's it's absolutely vital.
0: And I love the way that you you know map that out in a very step by step because it seems so simple yet for so many people it's very difficult. And, uh, you know, kudos to you for making the jump and and growing your own business. But let's talk about that a little bit because your business has jumped a little bit through the years. Well, I shouldn't say jump, but mm-hmm. um, expanded. So I know you used to do just resume writing and you've moved into resume writing and recruiting. So can you kind of talk yeah. about um, how you morphed, why you morphed into just a larger scope and how that works and you know how recruit, yeah. how companies work with you and how uh, people looking for jobs work with you.
1: Yeah, so it's really about listening to my customers, right? So on the on the job seeker side, um and I I knew I was talented at the resume space and have grown a team underneath me that's exceptionally talented, probably more so than I am and um but you know, listening to them, I be, it became very obvious to me that what people need is more than just a simple resume. A resume is an awesome tool, but it's just a tool, right? If you have a hammer or a, or a screwdriver, um, you've got to know how to use it. And so, you know, the, the, where I've really grown on the job seeker side and how it's expanded is just by listening and realizing that most of my customers, what they ultimately wanted was a job they loved. And a resume was a great tool for that, but there were a lot more tools and they need to know how to use those tools. And so where we've expanded, one of the things that we do differently the most is on the job seeker side um, with Cold Collar is we're exceptional at helping people not just have the right tools, but use them in exceptional ways. Um, does that make sense? Well, it
0: does. It, it makes sense, but expand on it so we make sure that it makes sense to people listening. You know, the, to, yeah. to use so really, th- about using tools because I think sometimes people have a lot of tools, but they don't really know how to use their tools. And, and yeah, and, I, I, and I and I think that's important. So talk on that if you can for a minute.
1: I think specifically, you know, when we talk about the tool and, and making it more, you know, uh, concrete, there the resume, right? It's it's an amazing tool. And a lot of people see that as the difference between you know the, the, the not getting callbacks and getting callbacks, but. Um, and ultimately people are the biggest motivator. Um, and when you can connect with people, I mean, use the resume as a tool to get in the door. Um, so a lot of the coaching we do that's uh, circled around the resume, the resume is the foundational piece in that, but a lot of the coaching we do guides people on how to crack the door and how to create true authentic conversations. Instead of it just being a spam, throw your resume to 400 companies and hope one sticks. So it's a lot about, um, you know, diving into career clarity and where your skills and value are. And it, there's a lot of coaching uh, built around then personal branding and personal marketing and how to actually get in front of not just anyone, but the right people. Um, and then to turn that into to interviews and offers.
0: You know, uh, uh, that's really insightful what you're talking about, because It's what I hear you saying is it's about knowing what you really want. And that's the that's the foundation, Mm -hmm. right? Before somebody comes to you or really they don't really need to know. I'm sure you can help guide them there, but they need to know what they want. Once they're in that space, then they can be authentic. Then once they're in that space, they can actually connect better with people and do exactly what you talked about earlier and, and have the whole continuum of a better life. But it starts with the self-realization and taking the time and the prep time, I think, tell me what your thoughts are, of knowing exactly what you want and then not settling for complacency and and mapping out and getting the life that you want, which a lot of times starts with a career and not a job. And that's where you come in to build a resume and help morph someone into the right culture.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm hundred percent in agreement with that, and I think it's actually super interesting the words you use, but it's how, you know getting really dialed in, getting really insanely clear on where you what you want and I think that the same is true um and I think this is less obvious to people, but the same is true in the recruiting side. I think that is the single biggest problem that most people have when they are hiring is they have never taken the time to define what they what they really want they often say things like well, I want five years of experience in the field, or I want this certification. Um, I want this um, background, you know, or someone who's worked at this company. But instead, you know, instead of figuring out that they, they, they come up with all these lists of, of, you know, uh, tasks, they want them to, to have, you know, uh, check boxes to check off, instead of realizing what they want that person to accomplish. And most hiring, the most folks going through the hiring process do not take that time to dive in to say, hey, in the first 30 days, I want this person to accomplish, A, B and C, in the first 90 days, I want them to accomplish A, B, and C. And here's what they're going to do ultimately for my business. And can they accomplish that? And a lot of times that changes the entire dynamic of the recruiting process because instead of looking for skills or certifications, you're looking for someone who can get what you want done. And that means that you can oftentimes hire people who may be less traditional, um, and, and but it means they're also a lot less sought after. But if they can accomplish the core task that you want, um, which starts with identifying those core tasks, They're the right person for the job, whether or not they have certifications or past experience.
0: Right. You know, you talk—it's almost like matching the cultures because once you— you know, it's it's about connection and it's about, you know, matching the culture and bringing somebody in that fits the culture. And somebody could be, yeah. you know, meet all the requirements but not fit the culture. And when you hire that person in, they can disrupt the culture and it has uh, negative consequences, uh, whether it does within the, the walls. But usually that person is short-lived because within three to six months-ish, give or take, that person realizes this isn't where I want to be and the culture doesn't fit me, and they will ultimately end up finding a place that they fit.
1: So true, yeah. so true. And I think diving into those specifics, diving into that, you know, when you're going, when you're attacking the search, you know, it, it takes might take an hour or two to really spend time on your team, identifying what those tangible elements, what parts of the culture fit and aren't, but being able to identify those up front, that's going to save you months and years of hassle down the road.
0: Absolutely. You talked earlier about listening to your clients, and that's what allowed you to kind of understand where you needed to morph uh, and grow your business. So, you know, I speak a mm-hmm. little bit on that, because I think that's that's important, and not only listening to your clients, but hearing what your clients are saying are really, really important. So maybe you can chat on, uh, yeah. chat on that for a minute.
1: Yeah. You know, you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. Most people who are uh, listening to this probably have some entrepreneurial streak at the very least. And I think one of the, the biggest weaknesses we have as entrepreneurs is we love ideas. And, um, you know, the, the, the separation between ideas and action. Um, can be huge, and so I think one thing that has been a struggle for me, but the more I do it, the better uh, my bi- the more my business grows is um, really um, is really getting clear on what specifically. Um, I lost my train of thought here. All right, well, your, your question again. Um, It'll hit me.
0: We talked about uh, working with your clients. You really listen to them. And not only listen to them, but, but you yeah. heard what they were saying on how to take the next path of your growth in yeah. your business.
1: I think early on, I, I used to throw a lot of ideas, ideas at people, ideas, 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 ideas as a natural entrepreneur instead of just waiting. I think, you know, just grabbing that small space. You know, I, early on in my resume business, I was trying to do personal websites and I was trying to do, you know, all of these things that are only remotely related to the resume space. And what I realized is, hey, when I really focus in on becoming exceptional at one small thing within the space, then my customers tell me what they want instead of me coming up with a thousand ideas, you know, additionally to throw at them. And that's been a game changer is become really good at at one tiny, small thing uh, and then just listen to what naturally can be added to that instead of trying to artificially add things that, that are only in my head, but that my customer may or may not actually want.
0: Yeah, I, I think, um, and and I think just uh, knowing you a bit, you know, you are so clear in what you want, so you're so authentic, so you can connect so well with your clients that it makes it an easier space to actually listen and hear what they're saying. So it guide it can guide mm-hmm. you on a on a clearer path of the direction and growth of your business, and so I think people listening will be encouraged by that to know, you know. Get get in get in alignment with what you want to do, and and get excited and be excited. It makes everything that much easier, because business is hard. I really think that's
1: my, I think that's my biggest think big, you know, as I've been encouraged and inspired and watching what you're doing with your book. Um, and, and that's probably my biggest think big practice. Think big idea is to think big in small spaces. I think thinking big is awesome, but think big by listening to your customers and think big within an isolated box. And that was something, you know, as a a young guy, as an entrepreneur, you know, it's just so difficult for me early on. And I, I had to, to grab mentors and grab folks around me who could help me in the, and, and it's this theme over and over that I saw is make your back smaller, say no, no to more things. Um, and it's been crazy to see the exponential. I mean, I never would have thought recruiting, but, you know, in, within this box of connecting amazing people with amazing companies, recruiting falls naturally on that, you know, in this box, a small box of connecting amazing people with amazing companies. You know, now all of a sudden I've gone from a resume writer to a pretty comprehensive job search coaching page. I mean, and it's just over and over again, I'm able to expand but when you can expand within the box and, and have that niche and be identified and known for one small thing, um, that's the biggest, the biggest way I've you know been challenged to think really ever.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. Will, in our last minute together, tell or share your, you know, your favorite book, your favorite podcast, your favorite quote, your favorite article, something that people can, yeah. you know, take a walk away with a nugget, another nugget. You've given lots of nuggets. Love,
1: love it. Love it. Yeah. I'd say my favorite book, you know, I'm, it, I love personal development. I love all that stuff, but and I love fast passion action, but I think the thing that resonates most with me is, is slow progress. And so my favorite book, uh, Darren Hardy, the compound effect, um, just been so profound for me. I've seen it translate in business in life in marriage in, in, in health and fitness. Um, an incredible, incredible book, highly recommend that. So, um, yeah.
0: That is one of my all-time favorite books. Uh, I just uh, had another interview with a guest that talked about The Compound Effect being one of their favorite books. It's one of my all-time favorite books as well. Do small things on a consistent basis, and that defines thinking big. You and I are on the same page. Well, tell everybody... Love I Love it. Love it. Uh, tell everybody how to get a hold of you.
1: Yeah, best way um, is probably through LinkedIn. I'm pretty active. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Um, and so, you know, whether it's recruiting, whether it's resume, whether it's job seeker, um, i've got my phone number my email on there just you google will wiegert you know you can usually find my linkedin my personal website i've got a lot of digital stuff but the the one the one place is i think it's linkedin dot com forward slash in forward slash will wiegert
0: and spell spell your full name so people don't get uh, don't get it wrong yep
1: w i l l w e g e r t
0: all right well it's been a pleasure continue uh, to uh have fun growing your business and uh, stay excited. It's always uh, fun talking with you. Thanks for your time. Thanks for being a guest and uh, excited to continue to see how you grow your business.
1: Hey, John, you as well. Thanks a bunch. This has been a blast.
0: All right, buddy. Thanks, pal. Yep, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Think Big Movement podcast. For show notes and links to anything we talked about, please visit Johnswaskin.com. For additional best business practices, you may enjoy my latest book, The Think Big Movement, Grow Your Business Big very big. Lastly, if you want to talk to me about advising and coaching your business, please email me, john at johndwoskin.com, text or call me at 248-535-7796. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and as always, think big.